Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Crease Crank Hockey Podcast with Murph and Speech. How's it going, Speech? Um, I'm doing pretty good. I had an all right, oh, all right, an all right week, and uh, yeah, so watch some playoff hockey, specifically the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Winnipeg Jets. But then I also watched a couple other games as well. But yeah, I had an all right weekend. How about you? I had a pretty good weekend. Uh, I, I just had a really good last week, just kind of watching a lot of hockey for sure. Um, favorite time of the year, definitely watching playoffs. Um, definitely have been watching my Bruins, been killing it. So I've been uh, watching the Jets, the hometown team, obviously. And uh, I've been watching a couple series other than the Islanders and the Hurricanes because, in my opinion, that's the most boring series in my opinion they're two defensive teams but we can go into that a bit later but other than that it's just kind of been watching hockey doing a bit of errands with the family but uh other than that it's not 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 much just a lot of watching hockey but do you do you have anything else to add kind of before we uh, get into this um no i think we can jump right into it all right sweet so um kind of for this podcast we're just going to be there's nothing much new it's just we're just going to be talking about um the first round so far and what's been going on and just giving you some some updates and our opinions on it so um if we want to hop in here we could uh start with the jets and golden knights and um as uh, the jets being our hometown team um they're going into game four tonight at 8 30 and what's maybe your opinion on the series so far speech um i think that the Vegas Golden Knights should be a little bit nervous as they've kind of woken up the beast in Connor Hellebuck. Start off game two, even though the Jets end up losing game two, with an absolute monster save. And I I think we're filming this on Monday right before the Jets game actually is about to start. But I believe that if the Jets win tonight that and tie it up, I think that I have them winning this series. I think they've had a very underperforming underrated team and I think that the guys are starting to show what they have one guy that's kind of showing what he's had filling in in the port in the place of an injured Josh Morrissey is Neil Pionk Neil Pionk is five points in this playoffs he is stepping up big and I really think that's a, a big ad for the Jets as they're missing Morrissey due to a lower body injury um, and then the other thing I also think that I'm going to add is Morgan Barron returns to the game after getting an absolute no I wouldn't say it was I think it was more accidental it wasn't, it wasn't a dirty play but he got a, a blade to the face and he got Chandler Stevenson kind of pushed him into Brassois' skate when uh, Brassois was like down and out kind of like diving around and that's an absolute warrior of a player. I see, I think Kevin Bieksa said it best. Uh, just a man from uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia. Just an, another Canadian player, like, just putting up work. And then, like, after something like that, most people in other sports would just call it quits and all that. Even basketball, uh, a feather blows on you and you're out of the game. But when you're talking about hockey players, this guy goes back half an hour, after, half an hour later, 75 stitches plus later back on the ice and doing work this is what a hockey player and this is what you call the nhl like this is amazing i don't know what you think about it speech but just this crazy i think it's 
just nuts and he's just an absolute unit i think he's uh honestly like he's a guy who takes up the third or fourth line but he puts in work and a guy who kind of reminds me of him is jansen harkins that used to play for the jets i think last year or a year before but he kind of reminds me of in the same way both hard working both can play through anything kind of thing but i thought that was just uh, a really cool um thing that came out of a crappy situation uh, but another thing that add well we didn't add this before but Vegas is up two one, uh two one the series game for tonight like I said, um this is a big I like how you said uh, Jets need to win tonight, I think it's um kind of a do or die for the Jets, um if the Jets don't win and Knights go up three uh, one the series I think the Knights are taking it I think they're taking it for sure, but um if the Jets win they'll definitely make it a series. But I'm still kind of going with my I, – I picked Vegas to win. I got Vegas in six. You got Vegas – Speed said he got Vegas in six. I got Vegas in six as well. So, um, I obviously, I hope the Jets do well because they're our hometown team. But I think it's uh, Vegas going to take this one home. Oh, another thing to add that um, Nikolai Ehlers hasn't been in the lineup uh, for the playoffs at all and is ruled out for game four tonight. So – that's another thing to add for the series. So the Jets are kind of getting uh, shelled with uh, Ehlers being out. And he, he's a, he, and Morrissey, that's a good thing. Yeah, thanks. Do you want to say anything about Morrissey? Or, sorry, yes. Okay, but yeah, Morrissey, um, kind of like the start, he only had like one or two shifts uh, at the start of game, uh, game three, I believe. And he was out. It was something to do with his knee, I believe. Near leg, something like that. Lower body. Lower, bo- lower body, that's right. Lowy. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and that's a big hit to the Jets. But a guy who stepped it up, like you said, was Neil Pionk, especially him getting placed on the power play. So that's a good thing for the Jets, him putting up points. Um, you also have, uh, for the Jets, Adam Lowry uh, doing work in the playoffs for the Jets. In my opinion, he's been the best Jets uh, guy so far, like, Putting the puck in, in the net when he needs to, especially getting that tie, uh, tie game. Uh, for you guys that didn't know, or you guys been living under a rock, but game three was wild. Jets were down. F- were they? Was it three one or four one? Go to this four one four one at the start of the third. The Jets come all the way back. Lowry ties it up with twenty four seconds left to go in the game, and they head to overtime. But they end up losing because of. A shitty play by Dylan Samberg. Bounce. Yeah, it's an unlucky bounce, but by Dylan Samberg, and it uh, pops the to the front, and Vegas buries, in the, and they take the two one lead in the series. So, um, but another guy I wanted to add to this conversation is um, Jack Eichel. Put on a performance. He had two goals, one assist in Game Three. Um, he's like maybe like for the first uh, two. Um, For the the first game or two? For the first game, he was pretty invisible, but the past two games, game two and three, he's been very noticeable. He's been putting the puck in the net, and I believe he has the team lead of points for Vegas. But I think that about wraps it up for me with Vegas. I think we head over to the other Pacific series, the Oilers versus the Kings. And... I'm going to start off with this. Connor McDavid has been a bit underwhelming of what we were expecting him to be like in this series. I think he's over a point per game, but but I think that the 
things shut down has been doing what they needed to do with McDavid and if you're limiting to McDavid to this low standards for him that's you can't really complain I think he is a couple points over a point per game obviously haven't played very many games but still I think that the Kings are doing a good job of keeping McDavid quiet but their focus on McDavid's leaving I think arguably the second best player in the world to feast Leon Dreisaitl has showed up this year he's having a hell of a playoffs and I don't mind him to continue it speaking of Dreisaitl I like how you brought up Dreisaitl he's like second all time for points per game average did you see that like he's at like 1.6 or something like that and like first is obviously Gretzky and then he like he's past Lemieux like that's nuts like in only like around like 40 games he just has like an absurd amount of points which is crazy crazy numbers that he's putting up so dry saddle is so whoever anyone that said uh he's living in mcdavid's shadow or mcdavid's carrying dry saddle that's why he has so many points nope dead wrong like dry saddle is playing like exceptionally well best player on edmonton by far right now Obviously, McDavid's still playing decent, but, like, they have, like, two guys on McDavid. What else do you want him to do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he did get two power play goals uh, game in game two, I'm pretty sure. Game two or three. I think it was three. But, um, obviously, him still being in a point per game um, is still pretty good. But when you consider he got 150 points in the regular season, you're Expecting a little bit more, but Drysdale has been picking it up, which is really great to see. Um, but another thing to uh, say is that um, their recent game uh, yesterday, they had a big uh, game four comeback, and they won in overtime. Zach Hyman gets the overtime winner. What do you Leafs think? Leafs legend. <laughs> Leafs legend. Um, so that was a good good win for them. In my book, if they were going down 3-1, I, I I personally think like the Kings would just kind of take that series. So a big win for them. Uh, Jack Campbell uh, in Game Four came in for Stuart Skinner. Sorry, my voice. <coughs> Sorry, it's awful. But uh, took Jack Campbell took uh, Stuart Skinner's job because they were down three nothing going to the second period. So. Uh, Overall, Jack Campbell, like, he played okay. Like, he was a little shaky, um, for sure, like, with his rebounds and stuff like that. But he made huge saves when he had to. Like, that big breakaway save on Arvinson was just an absolute nuts pad save. And then they end up winning the game. So, um, which leads to my question, Speech. Do you think uh, Skinner or Campbell starting game five? I think they're going to stick with Stuart Skinner as he's proven that he's their guy and I think they know that Skinner's their guy right now but I I personally think that the Edmonton goaltending situation's a little bit shaky and it's giving me um, vibes of the past Toronto Maple Leafs where their goaltender is kind of not enough to keep them in series where right now in Toronto we'll get to this later I think their goalie is the reason they're in this series the way that they are. But, um, no, I think that it'll be Stuart Skinner, and I I personally like Corpus Allo right now a lot better than I like the Edmonton goaltending. 
I agree with that. Corpusal is playing uh, pretty well, I must say, right now. Um, but another guy to add that we should be talking about, Evan Bouchard with uh, seven points on the back end for the Oilers. Um, really stepping up in the playoffs. He's obviously more known as an offensive defenseman in my book, uh, putting up points. He put decent uh, defensive numbers uh, in the uh, regular season this year, but he's really um, playing really well, kind of like dry saddle too um, in the playoffs. So it's good to see out of him, and um, maybe there's more points to come in leading the Oilers to that second-round victory. Um, do you have anything else to add maybe for the Oilers and Kings uh, series? Um, no, I I still think the Oilers are going to take this series, but I think I have a little bit less faith in them to do it. I think the Kings are going to be a tough match to knock out here. That's right. I think it the series is tied 2-2 right now. Um, I think it's still going to be the Oilers. I think it's going to be Oilers in seven. I think it's going to be really tight to the end. But I think the Oilers will pull it out to go to the <laughs> – what was that? But, um, yeah, I think the Oilers will definitely pull it out in seven, I believe. Um, but if you have nothing to add, uh, anything more onto this series, we'll move on to the next one. Um, another Pacific division – Central. Central slash Pacific because um, it's, I guess, like – uh, yeah, I guess you could call it the Central, but you have um, first in Pacific or good lord, first in the Central versus uh, a wild card team. You got the Avs and Kraken, and the series is two to one for the Avs. Um, uh, just uh, just something to note here: McKinnon and Makar are kind of carrying the Avs right now. They're playing really well. But what do you? Um, Especially from your perspective, what do you think about the Kraken giving the the Avs a fight for their life in this in this uh, series? I am very surprised by this. I was not expect, expecting an awful lot coming from Seattle. I was thinking maybe they'd win one game. I mean, they're at that right now, but um, they're playing a lot better than I was expecting them to play. And this team that they have right now reminds me of the team that Montreal went to the cup final with, minus Carey Price. But they have that depth in the forwards where all I think line one to line four is not very different. Like Obviously, the first line's a bit better, but I still think they have four third lines. But Actually, I'd say their first line, like, their first line's good, but they're just so deep. And that's the same thing on their back end. They're, they're number one defenseman to their number six defenseman. You can trust out there all. And I almost feel like it's the same thing that was going on with Vegas when Vegas first entered the league where they almost have something to prove. And I think that that's what they're going off here. And especially one guy that's playing like that is Illy Tovlin from Nashville. Moved over off waivers I believe not even a trade he was claimed off waivers and he is just absolutely skyrocketed over 30 goals this season and he is honestly what a fit for Seattle for him and Seattle another thing to note for Eli Tolvin got the first goal in Seattle playoff history so uh, good for him to get that uh, little milestone under his belt but uh, just more guys to note, like you got uh, McCann, who's playing pretty decent. You got uh, Beneers, who's playing pretty good. Honestly, you could go up and down the lineup for 
um, Seattle putting up a fight against uh, the Avs. And everyone thinking uh, this series is going to be kind of like a like a step over kind of thing for the for the Avs. Don't even have to think about Seattle. It's like, oh, next round kind of thing. Even I was like, this is going to be like done like four or five. But like this might go to six or seven. I'm not going to lie. Like Seattle won the first game, but then um, what is it? The Avs um, have won two straight. Of when they've won games two and three. So um, it'll be interesting to see. They play tonight, uh, game four is tonight. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. They're in Seattle. It's the last game in Seattle for game four, and they'll go back to the Avs for game five. But this is an interesting game for Seattle. Um, I definitely do not think they're out. I, I, even if they're down 3 1, I, I still think they have a fighting chance to get back in it. Like They're a really hard working team. Um, there's not so much, much to say about that, but they have a really even lineup, like you said. And like I was saying, that their team has something to prove. Their starter right now is Philip Grubauer, who was on Colorado. Um, he was a Vesna candidate while on Colorado, while having a bit of a down year. Seattle makes the playoffs, and he has been terrific for them so far. But I think we can head on to the Dallas Stars versus the Minnesota Wild, and what a series this has been. I personally think this will be one of the best series we have all playoffs. And one reason for that is it's just been an absolute shootout. And and lots of goals. And it's been a lot of fun to watch. You have lots of young talent in this. And it's just what a series. You're right. What a, what, what a series it is. You have uh, Jason Robertson that's playing really well right now. You have... Rope Hints has Rope Hints is actually playing really well. He has four goals, eight points. Um just unreal. The series is tied two two. So uh just think about this. Just it's crazy. Like game one went to overtime, double overtime actually, and Ryan Hartman got the game winner. But uh just just nuts how like kind of close it's been and like kind of high scoring. Um I'm just so interested to see the the these next couple games how how close they could be. Like Ottinger has been playing pretty decent. Um, was it um, Gustafson and Flurry kind of like switched back and forth, which was kind of weird. Which I think they should have just stayed with Gustafson. I know like Flurry has that playoff experience, but that could just be like keep it for the locker room experience for the playoffs, not like play. Because when he played that one game, he wasn't that good. So. I think just roll with Gustafson and um, they def the Wild definitely have a fighting shot. Both both teams like I said the stars were coming out of this like in seven, and I and I like my my pick right now, so I'm still gonna stick with uh, stars in seven. But crap, like I'm I'm I wouldn't be surprised if um, the Wild took this in seven as well. I definitely think this is I, either way it's going to seven games. Um, I definitely think. Uh, well, hopefully uh, Pavelski comes back after that big, big hit from John Klingberg. Matt Dumba. Oh, sorry, Matt Dumba. It was. Yeah. Okay. Um, just a big hit, and uh, the reports say um, Pavelski's like skating at practice, so that's good to hear. But it's still an unknown return, so we're we're hoping he comes back soon and he gets that veteran presence uh back for the stars lineup and he's 
definitely a big contributor to the points and one of their bigger players. So we definitely hope to see uh, them back in. Um, just uh, just kind of like a stat for for a moment here. Um, there's 26 goals combined in the series so far in four games. That's crazy. Like that's insane. Like this has definitely been the highest scoring um, uh, series for sure. Um, there's nothing really else to say, but it's just a really close series, and uh, I can't wait to watch the next following games. Um, do you have anything else to add for the series? Um, no, not really. Okay. Uh, well, for this, we could uh, move on to the next series. Uh, we can move on to your boy Sorokin and his team, the Islanders, against the Hurricanes. Um, the Hurricanes are up 3-1 to one in the series. Um, do you? What do you got to say for this series? Um, obviously, you know, Ilya Sorokin's the best goalie in the NHL. His stats are still pretty good. He has a 9-17, but I think the Islanders are a little bit outmatched by the Hurricanes' depth right now, and I think that they're also underperforming what they could be as well. I think the Islanders have a bit more to give than they're showing. That's right. I like that idea because... I just think the Hurricanes are just um, too big and kind of fast. Even though they don't have Svensnikov and Pacioretty right now, I just think the Hurricanes, they're both like the best defensive teams in the NHL, which makes this series really boring to watch. But uh, it's good to see the goalies playing, like Ranta's playing pretty decent. Like you said, Sorokin, obviously you're, you're a homer for Sorokin, but Sorokin's uh, playing pretty good. Um, well, well, we could talk about this. Uh, Sebastian Ajo on the Islanders, not the Hurricanes, uh, bats it in his own net. Did you see that? Did you see that funny goal? Yes, and the real kicker about this is that the guy chipping the puck in was Sebastian Ajo, chipping it into the Islanders' zone. So Hurricane Sebastian Ajo scores a goal scored by the Islanders' Sebastian Ajo on his own net. That is a tongue twister. I bet you can't say that 10 times fast. But, yeah, overall, I really feel like the Islanders are a bit outmatched here, and they're kind of not playing to what I'd expect them to play. But now we can head over to the New York Rangers versus the New Jersey Devils. And I think that the Devils might have a little push coming here as they're down 2-1 to one in the series, and they've kind of awoken the beast in Jack Hughes a little bit. He has came to play and I'm really excited to see what the rest of this series holds because I think that you can I don't think but like you can tell that the Devils are new and they're young and this is their real first playoff experience for a lot of those guys and I think that it might have just taken a couple games for them to truly enter playoff mode and get a feel for what it's actually like I think that's right. Um, I still think the Rangers are going to take it for that, for the more experience they got. Um, I just don't think the Devils are kind of ready for the playoffs. They're a really young team. They're a good team. They're just inexperienced. So um, this is a good first uh, playoff matchup for them. But I think the Rangers will win in like six is, is my opinion. They're up 2-1 in the series. And I just think they'll win in six. They got too much firepower. They got kind of an all-star team running right now. Um, a couple guys to note. You got Adam Fox, who has six points. 
And you got Chris Kreider, who has five goals, but five, uh, four of those goals are on the power play, which means he's an absolute, like, goal stealer. Just, just there in front, he just, I don't know. Like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not a fan. I don't know about you, but I'm not a really big fan of Kreider. I said this before on the podcast that he's just kind of, like, point grabs, like, staying in front of the net. It's just like a, like a rebound grabber, like, stands to the side of the net, like, with the tips. So... Nothing really there to say. It's just um, the Rangers are playing much better. And Shesterkin's at a point point nine fifty 0.950, which is absolutely nuts right now. So as long as he keeps playing like that, they're definitely going to win the series. Um, but also you have uh, Akira uh, Schmid. Schmid. Uh, he played game three, and, he, and they won in overtime uh, with a – Point nine seven two save percentage. He will probably play game four. Uh, I'd assume tonight, for sure. Um, by the way, he played definitely kept them in it, and one of the biggest reasons they won. So um, we'll see how that goes tonight. I'm I'm really interested because he was their AHL starter for the whole season, but he's like he's pretty tall. He's like six six or six five. Sorry, um, but yeah, he's a pretty tall goalie and. Moves pretty good. He, the the game I watched when he was in, he he played really well. So I'm definitely interested interested to see if he can can keep the consistency going and uh, maybe help the Devils for an upset uh, series win. But um, do you have anything to add for this uh, series? Nope. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we can move on to mo- the most important uh, series. Uh, the Boston Bruins versus the Florida Panthers. Uh, uh, Boston's up three to one uh, in the series, and I am absolutely stoked right now. Um, uh, great, great job by the Bruins, especially playing without Bergeron for all of this series so far. Uh, Bergeron expected to make a season debut in Game Five uh, on Wednesday, so. Hopefully that kind of pushes the Bruins over the edge to, to get that last game and give them uh, to move on to the second round. But um, but Krejci and Ekblad were also out for game uh, four. You didn't see them play. Um, I just, let's just say hopefully maybe they're back for game five. It would be good to see as a Boston fan to see Krejci back in the lineup and uh, also better uh, when Ekblad's out, you'll He's their best defenseman, so you hope uh, uh, he's back in the lineup for the Panthers to kind of have that stable for the defensive core. Um, this is definitely a closer series than I thought. I thought Boston was just kind of going to wipe them, but um, they're kind of, I mean, Boston still has it kind of under control because they're up 3-1, but if you watch the games, they're like closer than you thought, especially like game uh one and two like they they split it home and home with boston like boston won game one and then panthers won game two so um i was definitely watching uh game two and after after it happened when boston lost six three i thought um uh the panthers were getting a run for their money i was definitely really nervous as a bruins fan so um but now they're up uh, 3-1. They they won both the games, Game 3 and Game 4 in Tampa, or in in Florida, sorry, which is still, okay. But it's uh, that was huge, two huge games. I, I was just going to be happy if they just won one in Florida, 
but they won both of them. So I'm I'm so pumped, and they just have to win one one more game, and they're off to the next round. Um, and also a couple things to mention. Um, you got uh, Bertuzzi for the Boston Bruins, six points. You got Taylor Hall with seven points, and you got uh, Matthew Tuchuk with five points for the Panthers. So that's just a, a few couple players to add. Um, Allmark's playing decent. Um, nothing really else to add. He's playing average. Um, you got Alex Lyon that played the first three games. He played okay. Like, and then Bob he, got in. Yeah. Officer Bobrovsky. Officer Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. You're back on the case. Back on the case. That's right. Um, uh, he made. He actually played really well. He just the the defense were kind of helping him out. I thought he played really well. Do you have anything to add for this series? Um, I do think that the Panthers are playing a lot better than we were expecting them to play and I think that the Bruins don't have this series in their in their runaway right now I don't think they can coast through the next game because I think the Panthers do have what it takes to bring it to them the next couple games and if the Panthers decide that they're going to take it to the Bruins I think that they might be able to catch the Bruins sleeping for the next game or two and then game sevens anything can happen so I personally do have the Bruins taking this in five, but I also do believe that the Bruins could get caught sleeping, although I doubt it as they're a pretty experienced team. I agree. I appreciate your positive remarks on the Bruins. I really appreciate it, which will give me, a, I guess, a bit of remorse for the lease. But um, just a couple more things to add uh, to ch- – Matthew Chuck was fined for cross-checking uh, Garnet Hathaway. Um, I, I forget what the fine was, but it was five grand. Five grand. He was fined five grand. Thank you, speech. Um, but also, um, late uh, Allmark and Tchuk almost fought. Allmark wanted to throw the mitts off with uh, Tchuk, and he ended up getting kicked out for like the last. Tchuk th- or Allmark? Allmark. <laughs> Maybe even Tchuk too. But, um, yeah, and then Swayman has had to finish off the last two or three minutes of the game, but no big deal. Um, yeah, I just think guys are getting under to Chuck. Also, another thing to add, I saw McAvoy's massive hit on to Chuck. That was so awesome. Like, that was awesome to see, and I'm so glad it was to Chuck that got blown up. What a loser. Get off the ice, kid. Like, you're brutal. Gonna get Imagine getting 109 points and just out first round. Terrible, terrible to see. Um, but honestly, that's all I have for the Bruins. It's just um, just one more win. We're in the second round, baby. So um, uh, we're going to hand this over to Speech uh, for his uh, Leafs uh, series. Um, and now the series everybody's been waiting to hear about, the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Leafs are up 2-1 right now heading into the game tonight. They're being led by Mitch Marner with eight points. And honestly, I really think that the O'Reilly effect is coming in to play. Uh, the O'Reilly effect. The, are you just calling it the O'Reilly effect because he scored <laughs> the game-tying goal and that's it? Is that it? Um, no, he's been crucial to this team in this rough run. And... I think that he's been arguably the best Leaf that they've had this year. So I think that he's been a... uh, 
I think he's been probably one of the best pickups, if not the best pickup a team's had from the deadline heading into the playoffs. Another thing that happened was that the Leafs came back in game three to win it in overtime. And in this game, the Leafs, in this game three, the Leafs absolutely did not deserve to win that game. But I think that their team is so talented that they were able to kind of steal that game away. And that win happens nothing without Ilya Samsonov. He stood on his head for the second and third to keep the Leafs in it. And without him, he honestly, the Leafs would not have even been remotely in that game. For sure. Um, you got to give Leafs credit. They didn't, they didn't quit. They didn't stop uh, playing their game. Um, I think the Leafs definitely um, never gave up. And that's kind of like the main reason why they won that game. Samsonov definitely played uh, a big factor in that, um, stopping 40-plus shots in that, that overtime win. So... I thought that was a big key factor of them winning Samsonov. Uh, obviously, in their past, they have a questionable go- goaltending in the playoffs, but uh, Samsonov has definitely uh, stepped up a bit. Um, you also have Morgan Riley that scored that game winner. Um, Vasilevsky was screened, so that was um, obviously like when you can't see it, you can't save it. So um, great screen on whoever it was, um, and a good play shot by Morgan Riley, and Leafs are up 2-1. Um, uh, another thing to add, you have uh, Vasilevsky who's been a. Did you add that already, Vasilevsky? Okay, um, Vasilevsky's been uh, a bit shaky, I'd say. Uh, game two's been a bit shaky. Um, game three he was okay. It's just um, the goals. Besides, like the game tying goal in O'Reilly, he probably should have had. But other than that, I think uh, maybe a bit. You got to step up a bit. I also think though that Vasi's been shaky, but I also think that the least do deserve the credit is they've been playing pretty well offensively and they do have a lot of firepower in the front end and that pretty much wraps it up for that series so I think we can head into the dog and cat of the week so this this week's dog of the week is Leon Dreisaitl and he is just having an unreal playoffs and he is pulling Edmonton through this stretch where Connor McDavid's been a little bit quiet he has nine points for five goals. We touched on him a little bit earlier this podcast, but I honestly don't know who he'd give it to if it wasn't Leon Dreisaitl. Who's the cat of the week, Murph? Cat of the week. This might be a little uh, uh, a shot to left field, but um, we got the NHL refs. <laughs> so, uh, Speech and, uh, and myself were uh, contemplating on who – who it should be, and we're like, ah, da, da. we don't know really. And they were like, you know what? It's the refs. <laughs> the refs are, let's be honest, like a couple of, uh, I guess, video calls have been questionable. A lot of like the, um, all the penalties like in the Bruins games are questionable. Definitely like the, um, I'd say the Leafs. I guess in your opinion, would you say so? I think that there's been some poor officiating always and on all teams. I just. I don't really think that the calls are making a lot of sense, and I think that the toughest part is the inconsistency on the calls, which is what really surprises me, but I I think the refs deserve this cat of the week, and I don't really know who else we'd give it to. I agree. I just think they need to step it up. If they don't step it up, less pay. 
We're every every fan and NHL player going on strike. New refs, but um, other than that, it's just nothing really else to add. Um, it's kind of been uh, just a lot of playoff hockey. Um, it's been really interesting uh, watching hockey the past week, week and a half, and uh, I'm excited to watch more of it. So um, I could see what like round one maybe uh, ending ending this week. I'd say or around or most of them ending this week. So uh, we'll give you our opinions uh, next week on kind of uh, the ending of the series and uh, uh, the projection of round twos and what we think is going to happen. So uh, if you have nothing else to add speech, uh, neither do I. Uh, So uh, thanks for uh, listening this week, guys, on the podcast. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. See ya.